I like made a Shrek joke and someone started saying donkey in a really Scottish accent. I was like, you sound like Jon Snow right now. Donkey, she's my queen. Yeah. <laughs> but she's my queen. She's, but donkey. she's my queen, donkey. <sighs> this last season is terribly written. Shrek 2 was our pinnacle. <laughs> I still think Shrek Forever is better than Game of Thrones Season 8. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek is life, Shrek is life. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, fuck, yeah. Um, All right, cool. But what's our... We're just going to talk... Copy, talk, can, con. Rage of Sigmar. Season 2. And we are back. Who's Nick? Uh, Ick Hohen. Oh, I know that guy. I have him saved in my phone as Ick Hohen. I don't know why. <laughs> mm. Mm. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rage of Sigmar podcast conglomerate gastropub extravaganza where mattresses are still full price, but uh, buy one, get one on Starbucks Lemon Loafs. This episode brought to you by Quiznos. We've got the subs. Good for us. <laughs> Unlike Mr. Mephisto. Hey, welcome back to the show. We got the mayor domo, the mayor homo, Joe Pagano. How are you, man? I'm good. I am, like you just said it, now a homeowner. So that's been a busy part of my life since I got back from Australia. That's fucking awesome and exhausting. And how is it not living in the same house as your parents anymore? Oh, we still live with my parents, dude. That the new place needs a lot of work. It's just for fun. It's yeah. like your, your hobby project I, that you're I working just, on before I just, I just go over there and I walk around and scream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this is not a code! So much dead! So much dead! <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, the number one bonus of spending uh, about $300,000 on a place is that I found some swords in the attic. So That is super cool. Did you get them appraised or looked at it all? No. Um, I picked one of them up and it made my hand turn black, kind of like Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't, haven't touched them since. Hold on. Hold on. Let's back this up. Dumbledore's black? <laughs> no. Not... Uh. You know, uh, uh, Hermione oh, is black in Cursed Child. Saw it. It was awesome. You liked it? Um, yeah, I get what you said. Oh, let's do a quick, quick review of it. Yeah, it definitely feels like a fan fiction. It's a hundred percent a fan fiction that J.K. Rowling just said, like, yeah, all right, I'll take your money. Yeah, and then on top of that, it's like it's really good and it's visually fun and like it's funny and you laugh and you enjoy parts of it. Right. Um, but. I'm tired of Voldemort, dude. Come on. There's more than one dark wizard. This is Star yeah. Wars now. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And like the fact that, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was, so the, I really love Harry Potter and I think that JK Rowling actually wrapped up the whole thing really well. And then that epilogue is just fan service. Like you don't need that, that extra chapter where they're dropping the kids off at the, 
at the the train station. Like, I don't need to know who got married to who and who ma- named their kid after what person. And like, that's all just fan service. And I get why she did it, but I think it's you can you can have the like the courage not to give the the readers every single thing they want. Yeah, you and could then, just or you could do the opposite and be George Martin. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm not uh, even gonna give you any more books. Nope. <laughs> Talk about a cliffhanger. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm just gonna go eat burritos till I die. <laughs> eat burritos and have sex with like all of the fucking groupies in the world. Does he do that? I thought he was like happily married. He, man, who says he can't be both? He looks um, like he was a UFC fighter. His nose is like so flat. <laughs> right. Except he's he would never make any way in ever. No. Uh, but anyway, like, is that both the fighters? Or is that, <laughs> or we're going to watch this man one? fight, fight <laughs> himself over a burrito. <laughs> and the burrito wins. Kershaw just felt like an extension of that scene in terms of how much it gives you everything that, like, it, it reads as though the writers are looking for what you want, not what makes a good story necessarily. Yeah, I'm, and when you see it, you're like, dude, like time travel is such an annoying trope now. Yeah, spoiler alert, right? they time travel. Yeah, a lot, and like they keep fucking everything up. You know what I mean? It's basically it's basically Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban meets the butterfly effect meets uh, Terminator. Uh, Rise no. of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, you know what, dude. Like, it has, like, this weird, like, it, it totally is the butterfly effect. Yeah. But. With a, uh, with Ashton Kuchner's? Yeah, it doesn't, it's, at, <laughs> yeah, you're on too much tuna, you stupid bitch. Um, so, uh, I don't know, man, it was, it was good and super entertaining, and Lynn and I had a great time, and, uh. It's, we saw both parts in the same day, so we got to the theater at, like, 12.30, and then we left the theater at, like, 9. But, like, there's, like, a two-hour break in the middle, so we went out to, like, a fancy restaurant. We had a nice date. It was cool. That sounds awesome, dude. Yeah, they have a nice bar in there, so there was, I was getting old fashions in the in the theater, and I was like, these are good. Yeah, and then you realize you were paying 20 bucks a drink? Uh, like, 27. Um, <laughs> I should not have started taking a coffee there. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. It was a good time. So, uh, review, if you can manage to get tickets for the same day, go, if you're in Harry Potter. Um, if you want my opinion on compared to other Harry Potter plays I've seen, Puffs is better. And Puffs is no longer in, in New York. So Are they traveling? You, uh, they're in Brisbane. That's it. That is a really strange tour. New York. I don't Brisbane. think it's a tour. I think it might be a different cast. But it's a bummer because Puffs is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, every time you talk about it, I just want to go see it. Yeah, it's gone. It's done. They they went off. They left Broadway or off Broadway. Right. They I, left they off Broadway. They off off. They're off off Broadway. Does that mean they're on Broadway? No, That's I don't. Bad. If you listen to math, yes. So now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, they're they're done, which sucks because they were very. It was very good. Like like crying, laughing, so funny. You and I should um. We should take a, a page out of their book, and every tournament we go to without each other, we just walk around with a broom with a Rage of Sigmar shirt on it and say, hey, this is my podcast <laughs> co-host, Joe. <laughs> I wanted to do the get a, a frame of you, like a frame, frame photo of you at CanCon, and like every time I got went to the table, I just opened it, and I looked at it, 
I'm like, I'm sorry. If I lost, like, be like, I'm so sorry. And like, if I won, be like, I knew I'd make you proud, man. <laughs> like, everyone think you died and shit. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh man. Remember we talked about getting uh, headshots done and signing them and giving them out to people at CanCon? <laughs> yeah, that would have been so fucking funny. Like, just signing them, but, like, signing them to the wrong... Like, what's your name? Like, I'm Greg. Like, has no idea who I am. Like, uh, what's your name? Like, all right, all right. To Grog, uh, thanks for letting me visit you in Austria. It was a wonderful time. Uh, Dear Jerry, always follow your dreams. <laughs> the sunset will never charm us. What? I don't know. <laughs> I ate several times of LSD, and now I'm here. Yeah, so... Um, the fault is in our not all who wander are the force. Yes. Dumbledore. Fly, you fools. Um, <laughs> run, run, you fools. Yeah. Jog at a brisk pace, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> you slightly less than intelligent individuals. Yeah. So, um... TM, TM, TM. Yeah, 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 exactly. So before we go on to CanCon, we should probably talk about what we've been working on. So yeah, uh, what are you working on? Because I know you've been doing this whole, like, I'm a new dad. I'm super busy. It takes me six weeks to find time to podcast. I know. It's all, it's all my fault. I'm I'm the worst co-host. I'm the worst hobbyist. Uh, just throw all the shame at me. And the best way to express shame is through our Patreon, where you can send me money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I've great. been... I actually haven't been building much i i'm trying to stop buying as much as i have been uh so my hobby has been pretty stalled uh, we've had people in town and people specifically staying in my warhammer room but i did get a game uh, a week and a half ago against Gratz, a new guy in our area named terry uh, what did you bring did you bring your stormcast or did you bring i did, I did bring stormcast because corn and skaven are hard for me to play lightly if that makes any sense not that like no. my stormcast aren't any good but it's you know, it's it's you not don't have much to close your eyes and swing for the fences like you do with those other two armies, right? Like, like right. I, I don't know how to play. Like, I don't I don't have painted anything that's not that great for Skaven and for Corn. Like, I could. I just, I don't know how to play uh, not to win. So, like, at least Stormcast is sort of an outdated army book. So it's at at least not going to be like fucking. It's only like two books behind Grogs, dude. Exactly. And so I, uh, well, but Graz, I don't know. I think Graz has so much play in the current meta just because of all the, the debuffs and stuff. But this guy, he had literally never played with anyone that wasn't his roommates. Uh, and like, he didn't know you could retreat from combat, for example. So it was a, it was a fun game. Uh, he learned a lot and it's a, at a new store near where I work. So I'm gonna try to get more games there. Oh, that's awesome. uh, and then I think I'm getting a game this week with David Griffin uh, at Nash of Sigmar on Twitter. Is he going to bring his sweet-looking Tempest-Eye army? I think so. Oh, I think sick. That's plan. We got to get him uh, get him some practice games for Adepticon, and I just want to play Warhammer. And the girls are going to be watching Bachelor, so that's a, that's a good... Is David coming over? No, we're going over there. Oh, yeah, but he's like a couple blocks from you, right? Uh, Colin is a couple blocks from me. David is like a mile and a half as a crow flies. Oh, that's, that's not bad. Which, which in in the suburban Nashville is like a 45 minute over. drive. It's like, no, no, it's, it's a seven minute drive and it's actually still just two city blocks. <laughs> that's awesome. That's uh, good but shit. that's all I've been working on, man. Uh, I bought a bunch of Warcry cards. Oh, cool. How about you? Uh, I've been working on Ideneth. I'm yep. re repainting them. Uh, yep, yep. Not, 
Not the whole army, just a bunch of eels and Volturnus and uh, Tidecaster, Soulscryer, and a little tiny angry ginger dwarf guy. And um, except for your thralls and your turtle. And my reavers. Right. And my two soul renders. And my okay. Eidolon. So like half of your army. Uh, no, definitely. Like models wise, like a quarter, but. Points wise. Points wise, yeah. Half. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I had super fun time painting Gotrek, and I'm leaning he towards taking really that nice. to Adepticon just because it's going to be like, like Sam was like, he's so much fun. You just kind of push him forward, and he'll do something ridiculous, and people are scared of him. And I'm like, yeah. You also like, you tend to like playing w- with mind games. Like you, you're always talking about how you did that with your dragon. You're like I put my dragon forward because I knew he was afraid of it, and then they spent all these resources on it, and I took the golden one. Or you know, you just kill everything with your terrorgeist. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like I don't want to say I'm done with Feck because I thought up another list for Feck, and I think is even better than what I took to CanCon, and I did pretty well at CanCon. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Think you could go six and zero at CanCon with it against Uh, the change host? No, no, I don't. I don't think no, no FAQ change host. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have beat that anyway. No, but um, I don't know, man. Like winning a tournament. Winning a tournament with a fact book, I don't want to give the people who were running the zine shit asterisks, but it, like the data shows it's obviously skewed right now. Yeah. Even, so, even not so like, FAQ, it's, I, I no. think it's a problem. Like no retreat change host with these these horror units that can just sprout back. Yeah, there's something, there's something a little beat with that. But it is what it is, man, right now. You know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to harp on it too hard because I haven't played it yet. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, I'm sure when I do, I'll be like, wow, that it does suck. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, it seems like a lot of players are already starting to self-comp it, like, right away. Because they know, yeah. like, like, I think we, we, we're kind of starting to learn from, like, the environment that, like, uh, you know, first-run daughters, when daughters were everywhere and everyone was taking tons of witch elves and shit and cauldrons and people were like, Wow. This is really ridiculous. It's not like it's not fun to play against, or not, and it's also not fun to play when you're doing like thousands of rolls and rerolls. Like it kind of yeah. that gets old, you know. And you're looking at your opponent, your opponent's like just like standing there, like he's fucking at, online at the post office. Tell me this he is. over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like no one, there are people out there who get off on that sort of thing, you know. But like most people are going to be like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Like I want something that's quick, concise, fun to play. Needs a little skill and can do the work, you know, like finding that balance. So, yeah, Zinch is going to be a little skewed, but it, it, like I said, it also seems like some people are starting to self comp. But yeah. it doesn't mean that the whole community is going to do it. And uh, I'm, you're still going to see people winning tournaments with it because it's really yeah. good. But also, yeah. like, people are starting to figure out cities and you're put, you can put in some fucking work with cities. Yeah, dude. Like, like cities is going to, I think, should be on a, every podium because if you, it's just there's so much in that book to digest. But they're they're beast, you know. Especially in I tournaments, think of like, is awesome. Yeah, uh, they're probably one of the more interesting books I've seen. But like, especially in uh, tournaments that have the realm spells, like oh yeah, dude. If you're if you're getting if you're getting your multicasters to be able to pick from a larger host of spells, it's even even better. But just the way they use endless spells, I think, is so powerful. Oh yeah, especially when you're running Hallow Heart or whatever. 
And you're just like yep. giggling as you make you guys like plus five to cast. Yep. <laughs> and like, you're like, I don't even care that I lost that, that caster. Who just Not even that. You just could do it with your general, right? And then have it go on to the agitant unit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just cast Life Swarm and heal yourself back and giggle. Like, I, I love how lately, the more you talk about this game, the more you say, like, this busted thing, this busted thing, this busted thing, and then giggle. <laughs> you've, you've told me like four different times, like, I got this broken ass list idea. I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and just take off all their shit. It's so fucking good. And I'll just giggle. And then I'll never, and then I never take that list. No, I'm, of just like, not. I'm just like, oh man, that would, that doesn't sound like it's fun for the guy I play. No, um, but you do still giggle. That's the important yeah, part. It's all about that, like having that snicker. But like, like that's the thing about the endless spell list, right? Like that, that list requires so much focus. So like mm-hmm. if you're like going to bed at eight 30 at night on the tournament night and like not drinking till five o'clock in the morning and getting up an hour later and going to tournament and playing eating salads for dinner. Yeah. Like you're on keto. That's a mm-hmm. list for you, man. But yeah, like man. that, no mind endless, fog. you can't have mind fog. That endless spell list has got to be fucking exhausting. Like remembering mm-hmm. who needs to cast what, where, where they need to be. Like there's a lot of things to have on your mind when you're playing or, that. Or you can just drunken master it, like I'm sure Hengel would if he ever played it. Oh yeah, definitely. But my, I'm I'm really excited because the Wrath of the Everchosen gives me the ability to take five Bloodthirsters that can run and charge, and I'm going to just do that with Tyrants of Blood and three units of Reavers, and yep. that's uh, enough. Oh, and us either a Slaughter Priest or a Blood Secretor. I'm thinking both, Blood Secretor. Both good choices. Yeah, I, I was going to. I think Blood Secretor is probably better. Yeah, because he can buff more than one guy at a time. Yeah, and I'm sure the math actually comes out that um, plus one attack is better than just having plus one to hit on one guy. Yeah, well, I mean, I you're, a, you're a math teacher, or you were, so you could... I was. If they're the all in, I'm homework. sure the math is, is, is better on, on plus one yeah. attack to all of them. But here's a question. Do you think that that's actually better than being able to fight twice or fight first? Yeah, I think being able to chain activate five in a row is mm-hmm. way better... Yeah, it's better. Being able to pick one to fight. Pick one, fight twice, and then you have to choose at the start of the combat phase before they go. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot. That's like kind of like saying you have to like really key position that guy with the five in a row. Like, like, so just taking five insensate rage bloodthirsters, Mm -hmm. I want to take Scarbrand and four. You no longer need six inch pylons because. Right, because you can run in charge. You run in, well, no, you run in charge, but like to uh, get around the Slanesh stuff, right? You run in charge, right? As you long send as you two into one of them, you that's send, not. Yeah, or send two into one keeper. And then you go, you just. And then chain giggle. Activate. Yeah, and then you giggle as they take take all your toys off. So. It's um, okay, because then they'll just redeploy a second army. Yeah, unless you kill everything right away. <laughs> Hope for the double turn. All right. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I think there's a lot of flexibility it. in the six-inch pylon because you can essentially retreat and charge still. That's the one thing I'll say about that. Is it gives you, I think, a lot more nuanced tricks as opposed to just run and charge like, I'm going to blast everything forward. But if you're taking five Bloodthirsters, you're probably showing up to just blast everything forward. Yeah, I I want to take five Bloodthirsters just because it seems like a list that like I'm not going to think super hard about. I'm going to be like, I'm going to try and fucking win this game in turn one. I'm going to lose it in turn two. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Um, I kind of I kind of just want to play that. I want to play that 18 Skullcrusher list, too. 
Dude, so, I want to play like a 30 Blood Crusher list. Oh, that'd be so fucking ridiculous. You I should know. do that. You should I, I do mean, that. I would have to purchase another army that I haven't painted yet. That I, yeah. well, I have like a whole Slanesh and Daughters army sitting in the closet unpainted. I was talking to the Bruces because um, when I if I go to Bobo, I know yep. I'm saying if now, but um, I might borrow an army. Yeah, and like it makes me jealous that like all those dudes that they like have this huge group of guys. They all like live near each other. They could be like, "Hey, can I borrow your army?" And they're like, "Yeah." Like I don't have anyone I could borrow an army from that lives remotely close to me. You could borrow an army from Chai. I don't think Chai would let me an army. I wouldn't ask Chai. I'm not close enough with him to ask him to borrow an army. Chai, if you're listening, write in and tell us if you'd let Joe borrow an army. I talked to Chai the other day. He got restaurant reservations for me and Big Sean and the wives, you know? Nice. And nice. I was like, yo, I know a guy. I told Sean. I said, Sean, I know a guy. Wait. This guy. I didn't know TGI Fridays takes reservations. <laughs> yo, fuck. <laughs> Apparently they do, if you know the guy. If you know, you know the guy. He said he's going to have the fried mac and cheese ready for us when we walk in. Just walk in, fried mac and cheese. Fresh the, out the, the onion's going to be extra blooming. Oh, double bloom. Triple bloom. Yeah, I didn't see one single Alpac Statehouse the whole time I was out in, in Australia. Not Did one. you see any kangaroos? Yeah, dead on the side of the road like deer. Oh, man, that's depressing. I mean, I they're guess dumb. they're just, they're just they giant deer, deer rabbits, aren't they? They're not giant. Uh, yeah, I guess. They're deer rabbits. Let's call them that. Nailed Retarded it. deer rabbits. Are they really that dumb? No, no, no. I just wanted to say that. Okay, nice. Shock value. I saw a duckbill platypus when I was out there. No, you did not. Yeah, we went to an animal like, oh. sanctuary. <laughs> I was just like, walking down the street, and I was like, I saw a little duckbill platypus. He's all like, hey, what's up, man? It was like between games two and three, you're like sitting outside. <laughs> one walks, see one walks up to me. I'm in, I'm in dry-ass Canberra, and it's like, hey, man, you know how to get to the river? I'm like, I don't know, man. This is some crazy shit going on here. Yeah. Are we good? Yeah. Are we just not going to address that you're having anthropomorphic animals in these, <laughs> these hypothetical conversations? <laughs> like yeah, I'm trying to, I was trying to paint a realistic, funny picture, and you just have to take it to the absurdist every time. <laughs> so I walk into the bar, and this duckbill platypus sitting there, he's smoking a big cigar, and he's got cigar. a Rolex on, <laughs> and he's talking about this time when he was in Vegas. Anyway, um, so, what so that's I been, what you've been working on. <laughs> Yeah, and I painted a couple of old school Dark Elf models because I've been feeling the nostalgia draw. Yeah. Um, and I definitely want to do. This is why, like, I can't play menagerie armies, like armies that have like a ton of good shit in them, because like I'll be like, I want to do a theme. <laughs> like, well, I'm like, I gotta do all out of print Dark Elf stuff. So I, I've been looking on the internet. A lot of my hobby time is spent like actually just looking on eBay, at seeing what I could get. What yeah. the prices are like? Yeah, if and the I price is right. I wish I didn't choose to do this, but I'm like trying to find the metal crossbowman from like fifth edition. Jesus, man! <laughs> like, I can't find. I can only find like two that are full sets. Like it's like two models and they're like thirty bucks. And then I found like a bunch, but they don't have the crossbow part. There was like a separate part for the cross. Yeah. So I'm like, I guess I could buy those two, and then I could cast. The crossbow part. I'm like, what is wrong with me? You can probably <laughs> like, get them 3D printed. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it's not a good idea to do this. Don't do an out-of-print army. But if anyone has any of those goblins that don't have, that aren't night goblins from like 
the plastic ones, the ones with the square shells and the Mongolian hats. Uh, I'm really interested. That's All right. that's super fucking funny. And you um, didn't you say you almost bought? You say you like found Weight Watchers online for something like a hundred dollars. Oh, 21 for 90 bucks. I was like, I should fucking buy these, but I don't have the money right now. Yeah, that's that's very expensive. 90 bucks for 21? That's what they were like when you bought them. No, 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 I'm sorry. That's a good that's a good price like all things considered, but it's still it's still a lot of money. Yeah. It's if you want to take si- if you want to use them as uh sisters of the watch, yeah, they're, you're going to need to spend like 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I could just so. I don't use mine. And let, well, why don't we just wait to see if Kurnathi incorporates them, which it won't. I could just give you mine. Oh, no. Please don't do this to me. I'm going to actually have an all-elf metal army. Yeah, I, I, you could probably just have mine. I've got a bunch. I need some executioners, the old-school ones. That like, I don't have. Yeah, you know who probably does? eBay. Um, oh, so I started looking at Barter Town again. So if people don't know what Barter Town is, Barter Town's like a honest, an honor system trading service for miniatures. Yep. Uh, I know a lot of people got ripped off on it. So you got to be really careful, but there's some guy, he's selling like a ton of old out of print dark elf stuff for like 150 bucks. Nice. And it's like, it's like 20 black guard, mm-hmm. 16 plastic crossbowmen. Okay. Uh, what else? It has like, oh, it has like a, a new dark elf on black dragon model. It has, uh, the old cold one chariot with the stupid looking cold ones <laughs> and like a, a bunch of cool stuff. Right. You know? And I'm like, damn dude. Why don't I have any money right now? Oh, yeah, I bought a house. This is dumb. So it's kind of a good thing I bought a house. So I'll be buying all these models that probably take me years to paint because I still want to, I still have to paint my whole corn army that yep. I've been like slacking on because I went back to working on Deepkin for Adepticon. We have a problem. And the only solution is to buy more miniatures. Yeah, that's the only thing that really makes me happy. Yep. Not sex, not food, not companionship, not the friends I made along the way. Just. Well, friends along the way sort of helps in the interim, but it doesn't doesn't really fill that hole. No, it takes a lot to fill my hole. It does. It's a very deep chasm. All right, so you want to talk about CanCon? Yeah, let's fucking do it. Tell me all about it. All right, so. I want to hear about the time when you called me during CanCon. I can't really talk about that. Um, check it out. I get up. I wake up in the morning, it's Tuesday, before CanCon, and I'm like, holy shit, today's the day. I get the ride, I get ready, get all my shit together, my dad gives me a ride to Kennedy, I drop my I bag you're off. to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> to Kennedy, boom, boom, I catch my first flight, I get to LA, everything's gravy, get on my flight to, uh, I go to get on my flight to New Zealand, they're like, do you have a visa to go to New Zealand? I was like... I was just flying through. They're like, oh, you need one of those. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's a new thing. So I had to buy a visa on an app that's awful. And it said that I wasn't approved. Okay, hold on, hold on. Awful, let's put this in, in, in the scale and context. Awful, like, Best Coast pairings. Awful, like, the Starbucks app. Awful, like, the um, the Fire Festival one where you, put, you load money onto your wristband. I would say it was, like... <clears throat> Trying to use the DMV online. <laughs> Where you still have to wait. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I 
they're like, you have to add the sting. I'm like, okay, I paid for it, but it says it's pending. It doesn't say I'm approved. They're like, fine, just get on the plane anyway. And I was like, what? Fake it till you make it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm on the plane. I'm like, I'm going to get off this plane. They're going to tell me to go fucking home. You know, I'm like, get off the plane, guy. You know, so anyway, nothing happened. New Zealand doesn't care. They're just like, whatever, we let anyone in our country. Um, I went to Australia. I meet Randy at the airport. We get in the Hertz locker. It's me, Danny. Is that what you guys Rob. called your car because it was a Hertz yeah. rental. Yeah, it was the Hertz locker. Okay, and if you're gonna if you're gonna reference in jokes, you have to explain the in jokes. Okay, sorry. Um, Hertz is a rental car company. All right, everyone so knows what that is. So we got we rock up. We get to Canberra. We uh, hit the bottle shop. Get some booze. A bottle shop is what they call a liquor store in Australia. Got it. Um, get food, bacon, you know, stuff for the for the morning, and uh, we just start drinking, bro. We're fucking. Pa- we were drinking in the Hertz locker, which is illegal, but um, we didn't care. We were just being bad boys for life, you know. So we get all the way out. We had a uh, great time. Sidebar: I only just saw Bad Boys One and Two, and those are awful movies. People obsess over them, and they're not good. They're not. It's Michael Bay before he even had any... I mean, like, it's, I guess, around the same time as Armageddon, which is also a bad movie. But, man, those are almost unwatchably bad. I thought it was a 90s thing, then I realized it was a Michael Bay thing. No, yeah, everything Michael Bay does is awful. Yeah, agreed. Okay, you can keep talking now. I just... Yeah. I need so, to include we get to Canberra, we, like, buy a ton of booze. I dropped like five hundred dollars at the liquor store. Okay, but what, me, is like, that, two, what is that American? Two two six packs of beer. Oh, it's like thirteen fifty. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I buy we, we buy all the booze, we buy all this food, we go back to the house, we start we like unload all our shit and we're like kinda drinking and then uh we had to bring Rob to the Caratel, which is the, the it's like kinda like a trailer park that everyone uh, stays at. Yeah, the hotel, right? It's not really a hotel. It's like a, a bunch of uh, I would describe it as like a, a bunch of um, like cabins. Oh, okay, they're like yeah, cabins. Yeah, they're like little porches and shit. So we pull up and there's like ninety dudes there, and everyone's drunk, and they're all like swarming around Vince. You know, they're like, I need to oh, know, yeah, yeah. right? You know? Try, and then we try, pull, trying to get their chance to eat. Pull, his ass. We pull up, and everyone's like. Nick Holm rolls down the window, and everyone's like, I yell out the window. I was like, Hey, you guys got any drugs? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, everyone starts wandering over to the car, like, Who's in this van? It was super funny, dude. <laughs> it's like, and everyone's like, So Clint comes over, he's like, Gives me a big hug and shit. He's like, Oh, Joe Pagano's here. I was like, Wow, this is weird. People think it's like, I'm not important. And like, everyone was fucked up, right? So I'm like, Yeah, let's. Rob's like, I got to stay with Clint because I'm supposed to stay with Clint. And we're like, Rob, just stay at our Airbnb. And Rob's like, no, I got to stay with Clint. I'm like, okay, I got, I get you that Clint like hooked it up and you want to spend time with Clint. That's fine. Uh, so the Kiwis, like uh, Big Sean, Sean Tubman, and uh, uh, their boy uh, Frazier and your man Seth Cook, they all hop in the van. So they got like 15 people in this van that's like full of shit, and we go back to our place to start drinking. And uh, we just drank till like 2 o'clock in the morning. They like The neighbors filed a noise complaint. What day of the uh, week was this when you had arrived and started drinking? It was Thursday. It was Thursday. Okay. <laughs> so got it's it. a Thursday night for most Australians, <laughs> and we're out decided at like 1 o'clock in the morning yelling at each other. 
Right. Um, gotcha. Or yelling at me when I, so like, I don't want to work. I don't want to like make this like such a massively long story about everything I did. So I'm going to start to surmise stuff. But uh, Sean Tubman was like, I'm going to get on this swing. And I was like, that swing is for children. And then I looked away from him and I heard like what sounded like a thunderclap, but it was Sean's forehead hitting the deck. And I was like, he's dead. We just, we just, Sean's dead. Tubbs, How many times did he dead. fall that weekend or that night even? I don't know. But fall down I, the stairs also? I know, I know uh, Seth carried him out of our Airbnb on his shoulder. Jesus. And then me, Nick, and Danny were sitting up talking to each other for a while. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. So I haven't slept. I didn't sleep on the flight very well. So okay. I haven't really slept since like Tuesday morning. And now it's like what would be the equivalent of like Wednesday afternoon for me? Yeah. Right? Yep. And Or like Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday night. And I'm like talking and i fell asleep mid-sentence <laughs> so, it's really cool and then uh friday we just hung out we were all kind of hung over we went over to uh jolt because danny was taking vince's painting class right what was, then, his, uh, what was his review of that on the dl you don't have to say this on the air but on the dl what was his review of the class if if i say it now it it's on the it's no, we, not can just, on the we can just pause for a second you can tell me what you, what he said I'm not gonna pause though. Okay. Um, he said that he felt like Vince ripped him off. Really? And that he he hates Vince now, and he's got a blood. Th- no, no. He said he said it was it was really interesting, but like you gotta think about it as like like Danny's skill level as a painter is probably higher than what that class is designed for. That's like an all comers right. class that works right. throughout the whole day. So there's probably parts of it that he like kind of. He said there was things that he learned a lot of things that. Vince talked about he kind of already knew, but like the, having the one-on-one critique with Vince, I think he was pretty. He liked. I don't want to speak too much for Danny. And how did he? he how did he feel it. about that? The one-on-one critiquing. No, he said that it was really weird when Vince took his pants off. <laughs> it's always weird when Vince takes his pants off. Yeah. So. Um, and uh, yeah, I hung out during the uh, whatever it's called, the Tasman Cup. Yeah. Which was cool. And uh, then we all kind of just chilled. Smorgan came up. Smorgan almost. Smorgan's flight got canceled for the way down. It was a big to do because there was a fire. And uh, he had a drive down with some guys from, you know, the Melbourne area. And uh, we kind of all just hung out. It was a pretty chill night Friday. I mean, we were drinking, but we were like, you know, we got pizza. Yeah, you were drinking. We didn't rage. Big night was Saturday night. So uh, rock up to the tournament, bro. Play Randy. Um, Randy beats me. He beat me, and then I just played one mind game and won the game. Yep. Yeah, I want to give all credit where credit's due. Randy had that game hard. Yeah, and then you asked him, "Are you sure you want you don't want me to yeah. take the turn?" And then he yeah. gave you the game. <laughs> yeah, and then he handed me the game, and, and I like, literally got on I his knees, unbuttoned your pants, and put the belt on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Um, I love Randy. It seemed like a fun game. It was good. We were we were all hyped up, you know. Uh, Those entrances for, were funny. Couldn't oh, hear yeah, anything was, that was being said, but it was funny to watch you guys like walk through a full room where no one's paying attention to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They chanted Randy's name and everyone booed me. So that sounds right. You're the. I, I mean, you think you're Ivan Drago in this example, right? You came to their yeah, country. I was dressed as Apollo Creed. I I understand. I'm in Rocky. In Rock. In the end, when Rocky fights Drago in the USSR. The entire stadium changes sides to root for Rocky. Right, 
but that's Which, after a culmination of a, after a, that, a rivalry. After that, commissars came and executed all of those people. <laughs> you know, um, I think I think you being Ivan Drago is better. Yeah, fuck it. If he dies, he dies. There Which Randy did do on Thursday night when he threw up everywhere, and I was like, dude. I, I got the blue bag. Yeah. I got to drink him under the table. Yeah. I Seriously, I think um, like Chuck hyped hyped up me and you drink, are drinking, and I think I lived up to everyone's expectations of what Chuck told everyone. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot of the guys were like texting and messaging me like, Jesus Christ, how do you keep up with Joe? And I was like, I I do. I don't know. We just we get drunk and we stay awake. <laughs> this, this is what we do. Yeah, I don't usually stay awake, but you know, uh, it's, it's drinking time. I think when everyone woke up and I was drinking beer. Morning, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? Like, hey, <laughs> are we gonna go or what are we doing? I'm kind of bored. <laughs> Been up for like ten minutes. Yeah, uh, this is my seventh beer. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> so um. Yeah, man. So yeah, play Randy had a great game with Randy. I move on to play this guy Deke, and he just makes like one error that like kind of hands me the game. He put his uh, he had like the Ethereal Amulet, Ghoul King. I'm not Ghoul King. Uh, Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon as his yep. general on his Legions list, and he yep. parked it two and a half inches behind the front of the base of his screen. So I just yep. charged so my target, chomped over it. Yeah, and I killed the fuck out of that dude. Yep. And my terror guys had seven attack, seven bite or uh, six bite attacks at the time. So I was like, "All right, man, I'm gonna roll a lot of dice right now." <laughs> I hope you said it in know. exactly that voice. No, that, um, like in that much of a conciliatory way. He was cool. He was a cool guy, Deke. But like, he just made some errors, and yeah. I capitalized on all of them. That's I mean, uh, that's that's exactly how you get from good to great, right? Is you have to know what mistakes not to make and usually you figure it out by making them and then you have to be able to take advantage when whenever you see someone make a mistake yeah um so after i played deke i moved on to playing jesse perkins and uh yeah mr perkins uh feck versus feck is he like five foot two no he's like my height he might be taller than me is is no it's jordan jordan burgess is like five foot two yeah i played him too okay We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Um, so I played Jesse Perkins and yeah. uh, normal height Jesse Perkins. Yeah, super cool dude, right? And I like one two punch kill a terror guys, right? Yeah. And, oh no, I like I collapse his one flank and then he so I kill one terror guys and I kill all of he has like the he was playing the uh, unbreakable ghouls, no battle shock for ghouls, and he yeah. had forty of them, and I was like. Okay, well, I got this super buff power, guys. I'm going to just kill all of them, in which one, is what I did. Go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kill all of them. He was like, holy fuck. Um, <laughs> that game came down to a minor win, and it was so close. I think I had him by like 20 points. What scenario was it? Uh, the four objective knife to the heart one. Got it. And ne- neither of you could take enough off. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way, because the attrition is too high. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I got a minor on that, but it was super fucking close and it was a great game. And, uh, Jesse's awesome. I had a great time. So in the mirror match, do you think that feast day is still an advantage? Do you think in that case, in that specific scenario, like something like blister, blister skin, where you could teleport a unit 
would have been more helpful. I mean, we were both playing Feast Day, right? He had two Terrorgeists and, like, some Cryptors and Ghouls and shit. I don't know, man. Like, I don't think... Like, our lists weren't, like, exactly the same. They were different enough, but, like, I don't know. I've, I I kind of feel like I like I like playing against other feck. Yeah. I don't know. You seem to it's like good. that matchup. Because uh, Jesse doesn't. I'm not trying to say Jesse doesn't. does, or even that... Um, Brendan Melnick did, but people who play Fat kind of rely on their list a little bit. Yeah, and um, usually, if you were, I don't know, I I tend to like downplay my list. You know what I mean? Like I know my list is super powerful, but like I'll be like, I can't guarantee. Like people think things are guaranteed with Fat. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't know if it really is. So I think having a little bit of caution when you're playing in the mirror match against Fat because the other guy's probably gonna be aggro. Yeah, you can you can bait them because they want to use their big stompy to go big stompy. Yeah, or you could play the game for more than two turns. Like people who play Feck love to play one and two hard. You don't have to. You could play three and four hard and yeah. win. You know. So, um, uh, so, so small size victory against normal size Jesse. Yes, okay. exactly. Uh, Saturday night we go out. We. Uh, Went back to the place. Everyone got freshened up. We all head out to uh, this bar. It's like an arcade bar. That was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, we're drinking there to like 10, 30, 11, and we went to the Moose. Now, can oh you explain? My can you God. can you paint a the word moose. picture here? Because they've talked about the Moose a bunch on the on the dwellers, but we haven't uh, really addressed it here. Do you remember when you were like twenty one and everyone's like, "Let's go to a club," and everyone went to this club and it was whack, but. It wasn't whack because it was. I don't know how to explain it, but like how, being an how American, trailer park growth was it? Oh no, no, it's a it's a club. It's like a real club. Oh okay, but like with a dance floor and everything, you would have been in your element. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, you would have been twerking on everyone. It would have been great. Uh, I would have found the biggest blackest woman there. And there weren't any. There were none. I would have found. I would have found. Australia. I would have sent out my mating cry and Monique for miles around would have assembled. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> compare to the swamp for me, Joe, compare Mooseheads to the swamp. Uh, Mooseheads is like a serious step up from the swamp. The swamp okay. was literally a swamp. It really um, was. It was so gross. Yeah. So, um, we get to like Mooseheads, but like you got it. It's so different for us because, Drinking age in the United States is 21. <laughs> so, like, they're, like, kind of semi-adults at the club. What's and drinking age there? 18, bro. Oh, they're, like, man. little kids. Oh, I was, <laughs> it was, like, I was, like, wow, I'm old as fuck right now. <laughs> but they do, like, $4 gin and tonics and shit. So, it's, oh, like, wow. the best place in the world. So How much yeah. were the tingles? Did they have tingles? No. No, Randy made the tingles. Got it. He made me tingle. Mm. Um yeah, so we just were out partying until like five o'clock in the morning, dude, and uh, got back to the house, slept for like an hour, got back up, took a shower, and went and played some Warhammer. Still drunk, obviously. Yeah, still a lot of things. Yep. Um, so I played OBR. Let's couch that. Let's couch that conversation about that evening for now, and and go. Yeah, we can come back to it if we need to. But yeah, let's talk about uh, day two games. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. What kind of couch do you think it was? Like a twelve hundred dollar couch? I 
I would prefer a sectional of some sort, you know, so there's like, you can have more than one person, um, different, different positions you can sit in. Yeah. Um, so then my round four, right? I think the guy's name was Mark or Mike or something, but he was like a GW Mark. store manager from like Brisbane or something. Yep. So I'm like, or Sydney. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? I'm Joe. I came from New York to play Warhammer. And he was like, why? And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, this is the oh biggest God. event in the world, dude. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is the, this is Mecca. I made the pilgrimage. And he was like, wow. I was like, I have a podcast. He's like, ah, I don't really listen to podcasts. I was like, okay, dude. And he was super sweaty. He was like sweating, <laughs> dripping sweat. And I'm like, it's not even hot out. Like maybe this dude's more hungover than I am, you know? Yeah. So like he's got 60 more tech guard, a bone shaper, the other dude with the scythe and the gash. Damn. And I'm like, all right, how do I win this game? Like, how do I play this game? Cause I'm thinking I'm going to lose. Right. I'm like, all right, well, what can I do? I'm like, Oh, one of the, uh, secondaries was like for a whole battle round, control a piece of terrain in your opponent's deployment zone. And okay. it was a diagonal. It was a diagonal deployment. And he had a piece like in the back corner. So I was like, ghoul patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Check it out. So I put all of my ghouls in ghoul patrol. I put everyone, everyone's up in the sky, right? I'm like, fuck it. They're all in the back. They're fucking around. Is that three units of 10? Uh, no, it's a unit of 30, two units of 10. Got it. So I, he, I get first, I take turn one. I take turn one. Cause I'm, my plan is I'm going to hop on all the objectives and then he's going to kill me, and maybe I can somehow figure out, like, if I can kill the characters, he can't take the objective. You know, maybe I can do something where oh, I can, like, one of the, the this place is arcane power. This yeah. place is arcane power. So I'm like, maybe I could kill all the characters, or I could kill two of them. I might be able to just draw or something, you know? Stay ahead long enough, basically. Stay ahead. All I had to do is, because the character gets stuck. All I need is a character gets, like, if the gas gets stuck in the middle, and I kill the other two, yep. I'll be at... Event, you know, I might be able to get ahead enough, or I might be able to force a draw, or I might just be a minor loss, whatever the fuck it is, you know? Yeah, man. Um, so I get my secondary, so that drops him down in points, right? Because CanCon had like a prevent your opponent from getting their secondary, blah, blah, blah thing. Yep. So I get my secondary. I move all my. I'm, I take the two flank objectives, one with my Terror Geist on my left, and one with my Zombie Dragon on my right. Yep. Um, in the middle, I pussyfooted with my my arch regent because i was like if i put my arch regent up there he'll move on to that objective kill him and then nagash is in the middle of the board which is and a good spot for him. oh yeah, yeah but he's stuck. right so i'm like mm, i'm not gonna do that i kind of like leave my arch regent in the back and then i bring 70 ghouls onto the table yep. in his backfield so he's like oh fuck so he pushes so what he does is he kills my arch regent with magic but he teleports. Okay. He teleports the gash with the realm spell onto the the objective, not claiming it. Right, because it's not a move. Yeah, and then he doesn't move. Did you tell him like, "Hey, you're not going to get points for this"? No, yeah, he was no, because what? Actually, excuse me, he moved to go kill my zombie dragon. Yeah, and I'm like, this is the best. This is the best thing that could happen to me. Right. Uh, he's you putting don't in, claim it. He and- doesn't. He doesn't claim it, right? He leaves, and then he goes and he kills my zombie dragon with the gash. And now the gash is stuck there on the other side of the table. So then I'm like, 
I'm like, I just run my entire ghoul army as a giant screen across the whole board. Yep. And I'm like, come and get me. And then my terror guys managed to kill everything that was around him. Because it was 20 Mortec Guard and the uh, the character. And the one character. So I was like, sweet. And I, I we got to like turn four and I was like, at the beginning of turn four, I was like, hey dude, are you gonna th- you do you think you can get this one character over there? And he's like, no. And I was like, okay. So do you want to call this game? And he was like, why? I was like, because you can't score enough points. And he was like, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, dude. Like, Do you think that was a feel bad for him or you think he just. He made a mistake, dude. It's not a feel bad for him. I mean, I played. The, no, no, I, I understand. That, I understand that. I'm saying like, that was a scenario I should have lost. He right. had all the tools he needed to beat me. It should have been everything. a great scenario for him. Yeah, that was a good matchup for him. Because all he has to do is just cram Mortec Guard into everything and just totally. sit on the objectives, and he wins. Sorry, when I asked, do you think it was a feel-bad for him, I meant the you asking if he wants to call the game, as opposed to playing it and letting him figure it out. Um, I don't know, man. I was just like, hey, dude, like... Like, I told him, like, bro, I had an hour of sleep last night. I'm doing the best I can to, like... I was, like, in a really good mood and, like, really... Uh, like, hey, yeah, you know, it was like... I was like, but there were like times where I was like trying to move a model, and my hand was like shaking. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. definitely had that happen. Yeah, and I, you know, or like I was like, hey, can you just move those models for me, dude? I don't want to walk all the way around. Like, so I'll let him know. Like, you know, I can't have a good time. I don't. I'm not really in it to to win it, even though I was definitely in a place for a podium. Uh, <laughs> so when I told him, like, hey, man, I I think I got this. You know, what do you want to do? Is there something else that you can do? If you think there's something you could do, let's play it. Or if you want to call it. We can call it. It's up sure. to you. But there's just... I've, I won. Right now, yeah. I've won. Unless you can teleport somebody all the way over there and kill that terror geist. Right. And he was like, uh, I no, I don't think that. I can. I can't do that. Right. Okay, cool. So I was like, do you have secondaries you want to play for? Do you have, and he's like, no, no, we're going. Cool. Good game. Nice guy. Cool. One. Nice. Round five, I played a dude... Oh, fuck, what the fuck was I think his name was Ethan. He was really cool, and he was super nice, and he was very, very clear and very concise about his rules. He's playing Fire Slayers. He's like, have you ever played Fire Slayers before? I'm like, no, I don't even know. I've never even looked at the War Scrolls. I can't even tell your models apart. Yeah. He tells me what everything does. Yep. The scenario... we forget? No. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, the scenario is the one where your battle line can deploy nine inches away from the center line. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the triangle. And behemoths, and behemoths have to be 20... No, it's like a diagonal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, this scenario sucks. Because all my shit that can do anything... Is super it's, far away. It's super far away. And all his shit that does shit is He's right on top right of the objective. So I just was like, I'll close my eyes. I'll swing for the fences. I'll see what I could do. But yep. he never... He told me everything, and honestly, dude, the guy was super clear, and is definitely a mistake, so I'm not, like, saying, like, he didn't tell me, but he didn't tell me that all of his guys were damaged, too. Oh, yeah, no, they are. They're very strong. Yeah, so, like, I would have never, I would have danced around that. Like, I wouldn't know, I don't think I would have won that tournament scenario knowing that, but I think I would have had a more of a game against sure, it. Sure, because you, you kind of just YOLO'd into them. Yeah, I was thinking, like, I could take a punch and... Like I super buffed my ghouls into like witch elves, right. so they had like they had like six attacks each, and I had a unit of fire slayers, and I think I killed two. Yeah, fire slayers are incredibly tanky. Yeah, so 
you know, you win some, you lose some. I lost. Yep. I, I learned a little bit in that one, and that was it. So, and then my round five, I played Jordan. I mean, round six, I played uh, Jordan. Yep. And uh, this is where I crashed. I like rock up the table, and I'm like, my body's like, okay, dude, you need a break. <laughs> like you're dying Wait, and inside. You and you didn't either drop or go get more sleep in between rounds. No, I'm not Sam Morgan. And that's awesome. Um, I'm so glad you didn't do that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I actually can. I go the distance every time. Yeah. So Jordan, Jordan's super hyped and he's like, yeah, man, your dragon's going to kill my guy. No, 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 no. I'm like, dude, I want to match your energy, but I don't have it anymore. I'm like, so burnt. <laughs> right? And he's like, oh, come on, man. Like, he's super pumped. And like, he's kicking my teeth in. Like, I'm rolling dice. And like, what army was he playing? He was playing Nurgle. His list okay. was good. He had like, 30 Blight Kings on the table. He had 40 uh, Plague Monks. He had all this shit, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is awful. Like, this, every time <laughs> I roll on dice, every time I'm rolling dice, I'm like, oh, this is not what I need. <laughs> like, I was just having, like, the, the epitome of a bad game. You know, like, not your opponent's fault, but, like, everything that can go wrong in-game for you is going right. wrong. Right. I'm like, oh, motherfucker, dude. This is bad. This is bad. And, uh... I killed all of his clan of his plague monks like right away. I'm like, okay. those guys can kill a terror guy store zombie dragon really fast. Yep. So I kill them. I just hit them with a terror guy. I delete them. Right? Yep. I'm like, okay, cool. And then slowly. Oh, what happened was, is I managed to kill like two or three blight Kings. I killed like three blight Kings in a couple spaces. And there was like sinister or something. And he had no command points and he failed battle shocks big. Yeah. And then that's where the game like totally swung to me. But I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I'm not going to pry him off all these objectives. Right, and, like, but when he, he loses like, four or five, three or four wound guys, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. When he lost those battle shocks, it was like, oh, this is a game now. And like, I totally fucking swung it back. But like, it was a lot of luck. Like, that was, I, I didn't think that game was going to go my way at all. And uh, like, Jordan's an awesome dude and he's super fun. And uh, right. I want to, I would love to play the game when I had energy, you know, but like we don't play six round tournaments in the States and we, you know, and we, me and you drink, like we're trying to kill something inside of us. So, <laughs> and usually um, we do. <laughs> yeah. And that something so, inside of us is usually our liver or the friends yeah. we made along the way. <laughs> so uh, game six, awesome game. Jordan was sweet. Um, I want to go back. I want to go back so bad. I think about it every day. Yep. I think I spend most of my time thinking about like CanCon twenty twenty one. I really want. To, I'm so excited. Are you I'm definitely like, going? I'm, I'm laying the groundwork to to definitely go. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm setting the expectation. That's sick. So then Sunday night we had the mega cast, right? Which still isn't out, by the way, and it's now been a month. I don't and think half. it's. I don't think it's going to be out, dude. Really? Yeah, I was. <laughs> Uh, some things were said that were a little mean uh, by, gotcha. me, by me to coach. <laughs> really? I told him to delete his channel. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, he, should just, um, he should just combine with um, with Mr. Meff, and they'll still have the same number of viewers and followers. Oh, well, that was mean. But no. Um, Thanks. Are you going to delete this cast now? Yeah, I got to delete this cast. Um, it. No, it, was just a little, it got a little wild. Yeah. Um, We've openly talked about Vince's uh, analingus. Yeah, analingus is the word I was going to use. Yep, uh, which he thought was very funny. 
uh, I asked Dan Street uh, what his favorite sex position was, and he I don't think he 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 liked that very much. Do you think, um, do you think he knows that there's more than one? I don't think Shorts likes me at all, <laughs> but he kept telling me that he loved me. So I was like, oh no, you don't need to. <laughs> you're making a mistake, bud. I'm gonna fuck with you now. <laughs> He's like, I love you. I think you're great. And I was like, it's seen his eyes. It's like, he's lying. This is awesome. Like, right. Yeah. So now you can just trap him in this. Yeah. Like you said, my friends, let's hang out. I can't wait to come visit you in Auckland. Like you, yeah. I, <laughs> you should ask me if you can bring your wife and kid to Auckland <laughs> and stay with them. That's what friends do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but shorts is everyone's cool. Everyone's cool. Uh, mega cast is awesome. It's just that I don't think it, I don't think it should air. <laughs> I think it should be something that we keep in our hearts. Okay, but I want to hear it. <laughs> Ask Nick. Message uh, Nick and be like, "Can you can you send it to me?" Yeah, and, and then, then we can put it up on our on our channel. <laughs> yes, we can release it. <laughs> oh oh man! Yeah, and then the rest of the trip, uh, we had we went back to Melbourne, and uh, um, me, Randy, and Rob went out for dinner. To we went to like the hotel desk, we're staying at this bougie hotel. And uh, we're like, hey, man, we're trying to get some good Asian food. Japanese to be sweet. Our friend's vegetarian. Can you point us to one? And this guy's like, this place is great. They have no vegetarian options. We get there. <laughs> what? Uh, sushi yeah. always have vegetarian options. It wasn't sushi. It was a Wagyu restaurant. Oh. So me, me, and, like Randy, me and Randy were, like, had, like, Wagyu uh, nigiri and, like, uh, like fought with Fagua on it and shit. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. <laughs> and, and Rob had like a ball of corn. Did they not <laughs> have potato? Like, a like everything they, they had, like a, they had like a mate. They, it wasn't a steakhouse. Too. <laughs> it was a Japanese <laughs> restaurant. Like they didn't have mashed potatoes or uh, <laughs> like, like giant steak fry wedges. It's obvious they have a blooming onion. <laughs> What kind of what kind of alpaca steakhouse is this? <laughs> oh man! So yeah, Rob ended up eating like nothing, which sucked. But he was fine with it because he was like, is "I'm he, having so much fun watching you guys intermittent eat." Intermittent fasting now or something? No, he wasn't skipping meals on purpose. No, no. But um, what else happened? Yeah, so me and Aunt Randy had like a, a big food night, and the next day we we all went all over Melbourne together. Um, Sam, Nick, Danny met up, uh, and then at night we went to like a Viking themed restaurant, and Nick's fiance came, and uh, Danny's girlfriend came. That's awesome. And, and did Rob have anything he could eat at a Viking themed restaurant, or was it, yeah they, they had vegetarian <laughs> options? They had oh, vegetarian nice. options. He was very happy. I had baked uh, potatoes there. I ate a uh, bone marrow out of a bone. Oh, I've. I've done that. It's really and I did, did the whiskey shot through it. Okay, that's kind of gross. What? That sounds kind of gross. <laughs> you pour the whiskey down your, the bone and you drink it. Was it good? Oh yeah, it was awesome. They had bullet. It's the first place I went to in Australia that had bullet, so I was like happy because you know, that's my drink of choice. All right. Do they not yeah. make do they not make whiskey in Australia? You couldn't find like a local. No, there's a, you know what's really big out there. Gin, gin's really popular. Is there yeah, a, cool. an, an abundance of juniper berries in Australia? I don't know, but we went to one gin distillery and I had a Tom Collins and it was good. Tom Collins touched me. Mm. Touched me deep inside. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know what a Tom Collins is. 
It's I don't know what it is either, but it tasted good. <laughs> yeah, it had gin and flavor. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much my CanCon recap. Uh, everybody, I, I mean, like, it was just such an incredible trip. And uh, the Dwellers guys are, you know, they're, they are the friends I made along the way. They're the friends I want inside me all the time. I mean, right. I, I had Absolutely. inside the whole time. Right. Um, I love Danny so much. I love Danny Carroll so much. He's so great. I mean, if you died, I would ask Danny to replace you. <laughs> I mean, why, why, why limit yourself, man? Why, why even put that condition on it? <laughs> All right, yeah. If you had a minor cold, yeah. or maybe we disagreed about a sports team, <laughs> or if it was, you know, a day ending in why. <laughs> yeah that's funny um no danny's great and um yeah nick's fucking awesome sam's great randy's great locky i wish i had more time with locky dude why is that because he like i feel like i barely got to hang out with him like oh, you know sure. what i mean like like he showed up friday and we were all kind of burnt out then we <laughs> gamed all day saturday we went to Mooseheads. And then, like after Mooseheads, he ta- like he he like tapped out mid to- like at, like two. Yeah, which and is like then, still pretty late. Give him credit. And then you woke him up. Uh, we had a great conversation. <laughs> you I think woke he might Sam, up. Sam. Sam was so mad. He was not a happy Sam. camper. <laughs> he was so mad. Uh, and Nick just was like giggling. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a good time, dude. And then, uh, yeah, dude, the fucking the Kiwi boys. This the sick cunts. They're great, dude. I love those guys. I I can't explain how great how good of a time I had, dude. It was just amazing. The you whole know what thing. we should do just to make like because I'm I'm loving hearing how happy this made you. Why don't we just every every episode we just do a CanCon recap? Every ep- that can be our like our, <laughs> our new our new show theme. Joe's CanCon. Oh yeah, so it's, that was it was great. Uh, to any American listener or any British listener or anyone that's not Australian, or if you are Australian and you don't go because you're an idiot, um, you should fucking go. Save the money, make the trip. You'll never want to go to another tournament again. You want to go to this one always. Um, even with the technical difficulties they had, because apparently Rob was telling me that, um. Best coast pairings, uh, down under pairings, and someone else—they all got DOS. Video, right? Yeah, they got t- DOS attacked. Yeah, dur- during the weekend. It's so funny that there's one other tournament software that didn't get, that didn't go down and didn't War get score DDoS. Yeah, isn't that funny? It is kind of weird. Man. Yeah, but what a world or it could be, or it could be someone trying to get on the scene. You know? Yeah, definitely. What's what's the Russian <laughs> uh, tabletop gaming tournament software? Uh, I have no idea. Comrade Tracker? Yeah, uh, something like that. Good talk. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get into our main segment, which is where Joe's going to recap his time at CanCon. Uh, stay <laughs> tuned.
And... And we're back. So we're going to get right into our main segment where Joe recaps his time at CanCon. So let's start from the top. Bud Keeler, Budtastic guy on Twitter, asks... Why didn't Jacob pick Joe as one of his choices for the Budtastic AOS CanCon player draft? And I'm just going to pause right here because this is something that if you're into following AOS and you like the AOS competitive scene but don't necessarily make it to every tournament, you should follow Bud on Twitter because he's been doing, it's almost like fantasy football where you get to pick five players at any given tournament and he compares like their final placing and then there's a winner based on who picked the best players? Joe? Oh, sorry. I was looking at my phone. What were you saying? <laughs> uh, are you being serious? or do you want... No, I, I heard what you said. Yeah. So why didn't you choose me? Fun. I want to know why you didn't. I'll tell you why I didn't choose you. Whenever I bet on something, I lose. And so I was doing the reverse psychology no, yeah. against fate. Um, so by not picking you, it made sure you were going to do well. If I picked you, you would have gone like two and four. Yeah, you know what's really funny though? I didn't mention in the CanCon recap. <laughs> I didn't mention what place I finished or the trophy I got. <laughs> oh yeah, would Fuck you, it. let's, let's do a CanCon recap real quick. So starting on Tuesday. All right. <laughs> so on Tuesday, I woke up. My dad drove me to the airport. Canada. Uh, uh, to Kennedy. To Kennedy Airport. Canada. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, next question. Next question comes from Jared Nyman, and there's a bunch of these. Which die in your dice bag do you most associate with the atrocities of Nazi Germany? Uh, I actually have I have one that has a Balkan cruise on it, so I'm going to say that one. I don't know what that means, but that's okay. The Balkan cruise is like the plus sign the Germans had on their planes. Oh, wow. All right. So, Danny Carroll, if you ever want to be a podcast host, uh, Joe's no longer going to be on the show. For underlying Nazi themes. Uh, I think of my dice, it would probably be all of the Rage of Sigmar dice that you printed with symbols on the ones. You still have those? I gave all of mine away. Yeah, I refuse to give those away because I would hate... It would just hurt me so badly to give someone a die of that low caliber. Uh, Next time you can fucking order them. All right, Every time you (laughs) you ordered all the shirts the wrong colors, so... You can do it yourself next time. Jared also asks, how do play monks work? <laughs> I don't know. Keep yeah, it going. No one knows. Sergio, now that Joe is 4-1 and one and 5-1 and one in his last tournaments, y'all going to drop the sportsmanship debate and admit that good players don't mean dick players? Either you fun or you ain't. What do you think, Joe? I've never said that good players aren't nice guys. I'm just saying that you can't. We've always said that you shouldn't put winning at your opponent's expense. Yep. And that's, a game shouldn't be there. That's and, it. And I've managed to do that. But if I wanted to go 6-0, and all I had to do was be a fucking asshole. Yep. I don't know. That's not really true. That wouldn't no. have got, made me win. No, no, but, no not at all. I, st- I, just, I, no. I still think that sportsmanship has a place in every tournament, and it incentivizes people having a good time, not just showing up to smash face. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there right now saying, like, don't guilt the player for playing the broken thing that GW has put into the game, guilt GW into fixing it. And I just think that's not true, because if you're taking a change host where you can't retreat and you can automatically make these nine-inch charges turn one in a one-drop, you're choosing 
A, for you not to have fun, and you're choosing to give your opponent a bad game. And that's a that's a choice you're making. I think that when you run that, like running that list wouldn't be as big of a deal if there were like other things in the game that could do that. Right. But like, well, I mean, there, first there are drop, a couple, but yeah, go on. Like when first, first drop, like no one else could fight twice for a command point like that. Right. You know? No. Yeah. So I, I think that you can always prioritize fun over winning and you can still win a bunch and have a great time, but there's always going to be people who prioritize winning over fun. And I will always tell them, I'll always say that that's not good for the game and I don't want to play them and I don't want them around. Yeah. So no, Sergio, we're not going to drop it. Bless up. I miss you. Kyle at Valdi 2011 on Twitter. Fucking awesome hobbyist, by the way. If you don't follow him, you should. He does a lot of cool conversions, and he's a good painter. What is your best pitch for the next design for GW Dice for any army? Uh, I think they I, should make the Lumineth ones. The light. They should just be invisible and an empty case because GW Dice suck. I would like the Lumineth dice to have a little microphone inside of them, and every time you roll a six, it says, well, actually, because that's how I imagine all <laughs> Lumineth <laughs> I've been playing them since I was six. They're my first love. I think high elves are so cool. My mother read me J.R.R. Tolkien's The Silmarillion while I was in utero, so actually, I'm more of an elf fan than you are. The Numenorians <laughs> were clearly the, the worst race in the entirety of of Middle Earth. All right, next question comes from Tristan Gray. Who is Can I tell you something really quick, though? I have always hated high elves because I've been such a dark elf enthusiast my whole <laughs> life. Yep. So, like, when I see them, I get angry. I'm like, oh, I fucking hate them. I fucking stupid ass high elves. Like, when they got always strikes first before any of the other elf factions in Aethed, and I was just like, why did they, they go first? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then dark elves did get to go first, and the only person who actually got to complain was the wood elves. Yeah, and then what else got it too? Yeah, and then seven days later, the end times happened. They deleted. They deleted the whole game. <laughs> always strikes last. Always strikes first last. And then it's so, it's so funny that they that they did that, but also it's so funny that they like they got rid of the design space of doing always strikes first, and then two years later, we're we're right back to always strikes first or always strikes last. Yep. They just can't. They can't get away from it. No, it's like always strikes first is their abusive lover that they just can't stop going back to. A games workshop is mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Tristan Gray, and this seems like a, a little bit of a self-serving question here. He says, "Who's your favorite person going to Nashville?" I think he's asking Nashcon, but let's actually just go with all of Nashville. Who's your favorite okay. person going to Nashville? Well, my wife is going. She's up there. No, Danny Carroll. Danny yeah. Carroll. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty strong one. I'm gonna say, uh, Danny Carroll. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. He's my favorite dweller. But da- Danny Carroll. <laughs> John John Scrivens. Oh yeah, he's up there. Sam Morgan yeah. might show up. Really? Thirsty Smorgan. Oh my god, you guys are really going to put this Chateau Berry to the test. Oh, <laughs> uh, we need to shotgun the first floor room because Lily is like getting at the age where she sneaks out and gets to stairs. Yep, we can do that. So putting, putting that on the podcast, no one else is getting that first floor yep. room. That sounds like dibs uh, was called to me. Yep. 
Uh, all right, next question comes also from Tristan Gray. Why have the cowards at your subsidiary podcast at the Dwellers Cast not released the can- post-CanCon Megasode? What do you all have to hide? I think we've discussed it, but you can expect that to be coming out mid, mid-March. From Nick, forgot, Nick forgot to hit record, dude. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, man. Classic, classic Rage of Sigmar podcast subsidiary quality. You know what you're getting. Coming at you free, unless you pay. All right, next question comes from Danny Place. He says, I miss you. Thanks, bud. Next question comes from Mr. Mephisto. It says, if I wanted to channel Joe for the belt, what channels do I have to go through? Who do I hit okay. with the wheelchair? So if you want to channel me, first thing you need to do is make a ring of salt and a pentagram. Then you need to get 12 wax candles and arrange them at the right angles to the sun and the moon and the Pluto and one other planet. I can't remember. Right. Once you get that all set up, right, you're going to light all the ca- candles. You're going to put on Ghost's first record. Per aspera ad inferi, put that you song mean, on, right? G hosts first, right? G host, and then I want you to I want you to twerk in that squ- that pentagram for like four to six hours, yeah. and then I might actually show up because yeah. I got to drive. You can't just channel. I'm not like a demon, full demon, where I could like apparate. Like I'll get the my phone will start ringing. I'll be like, ah, oh, I got to drive all the way to Midwest. I'll drive out there. You know what I'll though? If he does mm-hmm. all those things and videos it, uh, I th- I think he should be allowed to to play for the belt. All right, I think I need to make something clear about the belt, right? The belt is not like up for anyone to grab. It's it was made so that our podcasts, as in the Honest Wargamer, Rage of Sigmar, Dwarves Below, and now Notorious AOS, we all have reasons to continue traveling and making it to tournaments to play each other. So it's not like and not any motherfucker can come grab it. And if you want a wrestling belt that bad, they're like 120 bucks. Get one made. Okay, but you know? if he does all the things that you just mentioned, I think he should be able... That should entitle him to one title shot. No, because he doesn't He doesn't fit the... There's a. There are rules, dude. Like, this isn't like something I wrote. Me and Randy came up with this together. Right, it, it is it's just so, something you wrote. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they're, it, they're conglomerate, you know what I mean? Like... Like, we can't have someone, like, okay, so say Mr. Meth gets it. How does it get back to anyone else? It wasn't made for anyone to get. Like, I even brought up that, like, Darren Watson wanted a shot, and I was like, hey, guys, what do you think about Darren getting a shot? He does stuff for Honest Wargamer. And the majority consensus was like, we'll never get it back. (laughs) So, no. (laughs) Because no one's going to beat him or because he's not going to play people? Well, Probably no one's going to beat him, and also, like, who could have, like, once it, I don't know. Once it gets to Darren, it's with Darren for a year. Because the belt moves after a year, no matter what. Yeah, but so, and so you're saying, like, only only Cousins and Rob could even challenge him for it. Cousins, Rob, Nate, or, uh, and, and Scrivo. Yeah, well, Scrivo doesn't really play that much AOS, but yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, it being here in the States, it only mean you could play for it. Right, and then I guess at NashCon, I'm sure someone's going to challenge you for it if you and I don't play for it before then. Yeah, where could we, we play won't. for it? I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. Unless you're not making it to ATC. Anyway, uh, next question comes from Slanice. He says, how do we get more of what we love about D&D into AOS? I want you to fuck me. Uh, okay, those are, those are separate things, uh, and the answer to both of them is yes. Uh, but Joe, do you have any... Context for for like what you love about D anD D and putting it into AOS. I mean, you have like Path to Glory, and you have narrative events. Yep, true. And I think you have to be able to write your own rules that are fair and balanced, or 
You mean no. like Ricky Smith? What? Ricky Smith. He like puts out custom War Scrolls for all of his custom models that he he converts. Yeah, I read some of those and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've actually never read one of the War Scrolls. I just see them on my feed all day and all night because he's a machine and is always making new models or new War Scrolls. Uh, but my answer to this is just make your army your own. Convert it and make it what you like and then name... Name all the characters and talk about them all the time. When I played Mitzi, he literally had names for every single one of his brutes. Like, I thought he was kidding. He's like, no, no, that was, that was Jennifer. You just killed Jennifer. Oh, there's Clarence. Like, he knew all of them by name, which is amazing. <laughs> and, like, the whole game was like, you fucking just killed Peter. <laughs> That's how I was. Why do they all kind of have, like, very plain British names? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Next so. question comes from Bud again. If my company was absorbed by the Rage of Sigmar MC. I don't know what the MC... Media Corporation? Oh, there we go. Right, 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 right. He actually just wrote T-R-O-S-M-C, so we could think of other things that stands for, like uh, the racist or scrotum (laughs) munching channel. And I work for T-H-W-G. What's T-H-W-G? The Honest Working. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's probably like... Uh, the the whales have gone. Yeah, it's like a yeah, or, um, thick, 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 <laughs> thick wearing, wearing gowns. Yeah, I pay thick, hot white dudes. girls. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, if my company was absorbed by Rage Sigmar Media Conglomerate, and I work for the Honest Wargamer, and I pay union dues to both, does that mean I get two votes when we vote on a new collective bargaining agreement at the company barbecue Big Jables is hosting during NashCon? You're having a barbecue at NashCon? Ah, uh, dude, I'm definitely... If When people get here, I think on Friday, I might like I might smoke a bunch of brisket and ribs. So, I was thinking that same idea, but I didn't want to tell you to do this at your house, so I'm super excited. <laughs> no, I definitely yeah, I haven't... I, I was circling to be to do a... a to do a Rage of Sigmar barbecue because the dwellers are going to be there. I'm Rob and John are going to be there. Like 100%. it's going to be so lit. Yeah, and I'm just going to hand Tristan, Rob. A, I'm going to hand Tristan. Rob a potato. <laughs> I'm cooked. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a raw potato. I don't know what you guys do with these. <laughs> and they're like a jar of marmite. That would be really funny if you're like, "Hey, Rob, you want a salad?" Like, yeah, you just go point to your vegetable garden. <laughs> Figure it out. I don't even know what those things are. Oh man! Oh man! No, well, yes, dude. Our, he gets, yes, he gets he gets two two sausages. Uh, not he gets two. the two yeah two sausages. That's it. Yeah, and then we'll also have a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Spit roasted. All right. Um, no, I just have a, a a normal grill. Oh. Oh, okay. And a smoker. Next question. Comes from Randy. I know Joe had a blast over here. Are you going to move Heaven and Earth to come over to Big Jables for CanCon 2021? The sequel's always better. This time, Joe marries Danny Plays. Yeah, I'm going to move Heaven and Earth. Absolutely. No no Maiar, no Valar. Not even Eru himself can stop me from coming. Yeah. I know that you've been uh, listening to the Cimmerillion uh, <laughs> audiobook. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> can you stop? <laughs> If, if Mandos wills it, then uh, it, it'll it'll come to pass. Um, yeah, no, I'll stop. Next question. Jared Nyman. We've got 17 of these. Uh, rapid fire, Joe. How many cases of burger rings did you come back with from Australia? None. 
What are your top five podcasts to listen to, and why is the Own Five podcast your favorite? It's not in my top five. I don't think I listen to five like, podcasts. Never listen to it. I lie to him every time. He's like, "Hey, this is I'm like, "Yeah, dude, it's great." <laughs> You're a good friend. Which of the forecast gods would Cthulhu befriend the most? Uh, uh probably Zinch. Yep. What color is Aether Gold? Gold. It's gold. How tall is Sigmar? Taller than Jordan Burgess, maybe. <laughs> maybe taller <laughs> than between, between Jordan Burgess and Jesse Perkins. Done. There you go. Which armies are you <laughs> going to push your kids into, and which armies are they going to be rebellious and play instead? I'm not going to push my kid into uh, anything. She can do what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who wins in a fight, Warhammer Weekly or the BTK Killer? I don't know who either of those are. They're the same person. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's just like George R. R. Martin in a UFC ring. <laughs> Uh, was the Zinch battle tome a false flag attack created by the shadow government in order to advance the globalist agenda? Yes. <laughs> All right, now we're back to actual listeners and not just Jared. Uh, <laughs> Goonboss, how's Joe's luck been since he got the necklace from me? Also, I'd like to hear a real comparison of New Zealand versus Australian burger rings. My luck has been all over the place. So same as always, but I do enjoy the necklace. Um... And then comparing Australian burger rings taste more ketchupy, and it's kind of like it's not as as umami flavor as the uh, the kiwi ones. So Goomboss, I know I teased you online about being replaced as our our uh, burger ring supplier, but um, I love you, man. Thanks for doing that, and thanks for the necklace, dude. Really appreciate it. Was it a pearl necklace? Uh, yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Nick Fenske. Uh, seriously, one of my favorite people in the world. You need to come on to the show. Uh, he says, doesn't listener questions imply you've got listeners? Uh, yes, um, it does imply that. His next question is, what's the deal with airplane food? They don't have it anymore in the United States. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and then he says, what draws you to a potential new force? What makes you shy away from a new force? Uh, potential new forces, uh, what draws me? I think uh, interesting combos. Yeah, I mean that's that's always been what what has drawn you in. You're you're very clearly a combo wombo bambino kind of player. Like, I no, can, actually, I, can, I don't I know. This and, this and then run forward and giggle. I'm drawn. I'm drawn forward to like every single army. Like anything that comes out. Like I'm like, oh man, this looks so fucking cool. Except yep. for like Skaven, because I have like a long time beef. Because that's what like it's Skaven not that long time beef. No, it's literally everyone I'm friends with plays Skaven. Ed Chadney, like so, Davidman. Yeah. Uh Mark Williams. Uh Chris Deeks. Like Oh yep. Yep. Um oh, shout uh, out to shout Deeks. Out. He just got married. Yeah, he got married in fucking Peru. Thanks for inviting me, Deeks, you dick. I would've went. Um yeah. more like Chris Dix, am I right? Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> um uh my man Noah. Noah plays fucking Skaven. So it's like I just my options are playing Skaven or playing Chai. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like every time I hit up Chai for a game, he's like busy. So it's like, I don't have anyone to play with really. You're really short staffed at the Red Robin over there. You should be nicer to him. <laughs> it's like, I just got unlimited root beer floats. There's so many root beer floats. Ah! <laughs> Suck that You got any root beer floats? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna spit my food when I go to the restaurant. He's like, Fuck you, you yeah. Uh, sidebar: I really want us to do like an AOS 
like get all the AOS people we can get in on uh, dressing up in like one Halloween costume all together, and Chai can be the candelabra from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> that would be really good. Be really good. Law. Be our guest. Be our guest. <laughs> Put our service to the test. Uh, so there's a couple things that, that draw me to a new army. The first thing is always models. Um, if yeah. I like the models, I'm gonna. If the out. army has models, I want to yeah, play. Yeah. It. <laughs> if, if the army doesn't have models, you want to play it. You know, it's yeah. it's both. Um, <laughs> That's like a flashback to Aethed. Right. <laughs> I don't have fucking models for this. <laughs> um, also, what often will get me more excited about something is when I listen to people talking about the lore. So like I don't I don't read the books. I don't I don't download the the audiobooks or anything like that, but I'll listen to the Mortal Realms where they talk about the battle tomes. Um I'll like listen to their reviews of different books when there's like new new novels out. And that sort of thing really gets me excited for for that army and makes me want to play that more. And then the thing that makes me shy away from armies is probably this is like what I think of as the John Scrivens effect, which is where he was really excited in building Slanesh, and then he came to Nashcon, and you complained about Slanesh for like seven days straight, and now he's selling his Slanesh army. You can't blame that on me. Fuck it's, the John, you, it's the John Scrivens effect. No, no, no. It's it's his fault for for not having the the gumption and the willpower to say like, fuck it, I like this, I'm gonna play it. So That's I guess bullshit. in summary. Uh, when there's when there's a bad play experience associated with an army, that makes me not want to play it as much. Yeah. Uh, cool. Next question comes from Sean Benson, uh, who, if you're not following him, you really should because he's making the the literally the most metal uh, Makrusha, uh boss in the world. It's so fucking cool. Uh, he says, when does A Hymn of Serpents, Unrequited Love, acoustic album dedicated to Danny Plains come out? What will the media call you as a couple when it all works out? Will you be Janny or will you be Dosif? Um, I, <laughs> I haven't started writing the record yet. Also, it wouldn't be acoustic. Like, no, you, gotta, you gotta just know. There's, there's love songs that are metal as fuck. Hmm. It would sound just like City in Color. I'm going to guess that's a real album. That's a real band. Oh, fuck. I thought I was going to get it. <laughs> um, what do you think your, your celebrity couple would be, Joe? Or your sub- celebrity couple name? A, a Hymn of Plays. Oh, I like that a lot. D- Danny Danny Serpents? Danny Serpents. I like that's that. Kinda, that. That'd be your porn name. If like, I feel like that's like the name of like a... Like a crappy metal band like Black Veil Brides. That's like, that'd be like the name of their singer. Hey, I'm Danny Serpents. <laughs> like the singer of Avenged Sevenfold is like M Shadows and shit. I'm M Shadows. Matt Shadows. Uh, uh, I'm so metal. Like you listen to the metal bands that are like really brutal, and that's like, hi, I'm Craig. Craig Jansen. That's my name. <laughs> like, no, no. But like Cryptopsy had Lord Worm. I'm Lord Worm. I don't know why they all sound like that in my head. <sighs> so, uh, I feel like Danny Serpents is uh, David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> I'm Danny P- David Pumpkins, and, and you're from. It's my own thing. <laughs> Any questions? 
<laughs> you know, I, when I first saw that, I was like, this isn't that funny. And then it gets more and more funny. It's as you so watch. fucking funny. Oh, and so the more funny. times you watch it, too. Yeah. David Pumpkins. <laughs> Any <Boy>. questions? <laughs> what will they come up with next? Next question from Drew Salam. How many packs of GW Ogre Dice is too many? Uh, one? Yeah, one. Yeah, one One is too many? One. Next question from uh, Sleeping Yeti 24. Well, I got a question. Yeah, you know, you, know, you know how the, the Ogre Dice are a little bit bigger than regular dice? Yes. Yeah, so are the giant dice going to be like just like two, like two by two inch D6s? It's actually just going to be those fuzzy dice you put in the, on your mirror. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Sleeping Yeti 24, which is Joseph Urban. Big shout out uh, to oh our sweet, our sweet, sweet man. Will Maybe. Slanesh and Malarion become one chaos god? Uh, no. No. No, I don't think so. Next question. Oh, fuck, he's back. Jared Nyman asks, was the screenshot of the new Seraphon terrain a hoax created by NASA? Dude, fucking no. What is up with this guy and this fucking um, conspiracy, conspiracy theory? <laughs> <laughs> Good. I actually kind of like that he's written us so many awful questions. <laughs> What's it a home screaming? Oh my god! Oh man, if their if their show is is half as funny as these questions, I should probably give it a listen. Oh god! Oh my god! All right, next question comes from Dan C. He's the uh, the guy that makes all the the custom. Um, uh, Maw Crushers on Twitter. He asks, Joe, do you have any New York City subway stories? Oh, I've got hundreds. I got hundreds, but I don't know where we begin. Oh, okay. My most recent one was I was on the train, and the next car over, there was a homeless man screaming at people, and then he shit himself, and he took the shit out of his pants, and he was putting it in everyone's face in the car. So everyone was like running away. So he starts coming towards my car, but I'm standing at the door, so I'm holding the door shut. And he goes to come to the door. I just like shook my head at him, and he started yelling. And then the cops came, and that was it. That was a that was really terrifying. And I'm that's just day to day New York City gang gang. That's my life. Did you say Yang gang? Yeah, no gang gang, but Yang gang. Andrew Yang, yeah, he's out. Next question. Uh, from still from Dan, if you could own one Australian domestic market car, which would it be? I don't know what that means. Okay, there was the it's the one from the first Mad Max. I think it was the Ford Falcon. Okay, that's it. Cool. I believe you. I also have a really nice, a really nice pickup truck out there. I can't remember the name of. But they don't make your. It's really nice. So it's another Ford. Do they drive on the so. left side over there? Yeah, they do. I thought we were going to get hit by every car. I was like, oh, this is it. Oh, no, they're, they're going by. Yeah. Like, oh, no, uh, it's cool. You know what's great about it is it's a great excuse to never have to drive. Yeah. And you're in Australia. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get us all killed. So someone else has to drive. I'm going to drink this beer. <laughs> uh, does Rob drive? Yeah, but he didn't drive. He's Not a smart man. Right. Well, yeah, okay. Anyway, next question. Hayden Walker asks, is there a money in the bank match to determine a contender for the belt? Man, people really want in on this belt thing. No, I it's not it's not that people want more hype, but everyone else is now like no one else is 
challenging for. They realize it's never going to be as exciting as the belt. No, they're just, they know that they can't beat me, so they're going to wait the year for it to change hands on its own. Yep. You know what we could do, though, is you know how uh, in wrestling, not every fight is a title fight? Like, you can, yeah. you can, you can fight the, the guy with the belt, but it's not for the title. Yeah. You should make sure you wear it around and you tell people, like, look, you can, you can challenge me and we'll play and I'll wear the belt, but that's not a title fight. Yeah, I could do that. I could do a lot of stuff. That would at least make it a little more. Inclusive. I'm debating bringing bringing it to Adepticon and just wearing it around. You 100% should. Yeah. Yeah, 100% should. And then you yeah. can wear some some not AOS shorts brand AOS shorts, and tell them you beat them to market. Yeah. I've Everyone, been talking about that forever. You know what's really funny is the the shirts that he got printed. <laughs> what? Why does anyone want one of those? I don't know. I, I do not know. Like but I don't. And again, why does anybody want our shirts? Because we produce content. That's true. We don't just collate PDFs. Yep. Anyway, next question shorts. from uh, the pissed poor general, which I don't actually know if I've interacted with this person. It's at pissed poor general on Twitter, uh, and from Bristol, England. Cool. Uh, asks. GW have granted you the power to delete one faction from the game. Which one do you choose? And why is it Stormcast? I wouldn't delete Stormcast. Uh, I would delete... Man, I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, man. I don't think there's any factions I actively dislike. It's just the people that choose to play them. Because I hate steampunks. So you're going to delete KO? <laughs> Sorry, Danny. Uh, no, um, I, I guess I would, I, I, would, I, would, I would delete Dispossessed just because they're already not an, a real army. Wow. Dan, Dan's going to listen to this and be like, ah! Ah! <laughs> No, um, I would say that if I could delete one, I would delete Fire Slayers because the, the line is boring. Like, do, Mulligan, yeah. do it again. Yeah, that's true. They just need to redesign yeah. the heroes to look like something that's not the same guys. And the characters look all the same. Everything, I, everything looks the same. I, not the characters. I mean, the, every individual model looks exactly the same. Yeah, there's there's no variation in the line. So I think that's a good call. Like, you can be like the best painter in the fucking world, and you will not win a best painted with a Fire Slayer's army. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe player's choice, but there aren't enough banners. Or like, your banners won't be painted nicely enough. Yeah, good so. point. Yep. Next question comes from at Smooth Foxes, uh, Shenanigans Fox. Is Archeon in every single Chaos Army you have? If not, why are you making the wrong choice? Man, there's so many cool options and like characterful things to do in Chaos Armies that don't have Archeon. So I think that question. He's 800 is, points. Yeah, and also like 160 dollars, and takes. It's got to take minimum, even with contrast paints, like three weeks. Or, to paint. Exactly. Exactly. Who's got the time? Not, Not me. me. Nope. Next question also comes from what do you start every or what do you start every list you build with? Uh, what, what My general. I, I always go on tr- just like right general first. No, I, I, like I have to I have to do it in order. Like uh, I can't like like I can't add like a unit and then add a unit and then like go back and add the same unit from before. I can't do it. I get them. So, like, I have an idea in my head when I'm building a list, and so I just scroll through the choices and I put them in alphabetically. 
<laughs> so like, really? Yeah. I, like I, I know what I what heroes I want. I know what what units I want. Um, and so I literally just like click into heroes and start listening to like, yep, I want that one. Yep, I want that one. So it's almost like a, a checklist as opposed to a like every coin list I built with Scarbrand in it. I put Scarbrand first. But he's not your general. I know, but I put him first anyway. Oh, he's fucking well, Scarbrand. He is. I mean, yeah, it's true. Uh, to answer that question, actually, like I don't really. Whenever I'm list building, usually it's around how a specific unit works. So it's like to not be tongue in cheek and just talk about like how you use War Scroll Builder. Uh, I usually am thinking about like I want this mechanic, I want this unit, and these interactions. Yeah. How do so, I make this work? How do exactly. I make this work in so, like, this main force? First, I, first I the same thing. Those units that that I want to combo together and then i put in like oh well now i need the support heroes and i need the characters around it to make the right. rest of the list work oh and i need my battle line and then i'm at 2700 points <laughs> yeah that's like when i write you know i keep sending you the cities list for my my dark elf army yeah. it's always like the first thing i add is 30 black guard like that's like my number one have to include is because right. i bought and then i'm like well i got two I got those man flares, and I'm like debating if I should use them as dark shards or if I should use them as shadow warriors. Yeah, I think if I got if I use them as dark shards, I could definitely use uh, the way watchers as my shadow warriors. I can go downstairs and count how many I have once uh once Margot's bridesmaids. Uh, go, 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 go do it now. Just okay. do it now. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll be right back, and uh, when <laughs> when we're back from the break, Joe's going to talk to us about how. Uh, how his time was at CanCon. All right, sick. Sweet. Last question comes from Carter Babs at CartorEAOS on Twitter. How do you get the dwellers below to release their fucking podcast from CanCon? Uh, you have to kidnap Nick Owen's dog that he doesn't have. So you have to get Nick Owen a dog. Then you yeah. have to kidnap it. And then hope he doesn't go full John Wick on you. Right. What what would be the equivalent of an Australian John Wick? What is it? What would that even look like? It would sound something like this: John Wick. John Wick. John Wick. Ah, Rage of Sigma. <laughs> uh, and that's all the questions we have from listeners. So thank you guys, everyone, for writing in, especially everyone who wasn't Jared Nyman. Um, <laughs> and I feel like there's somebody we should shout out. There's always somebody who's always asking us to shout him out and always looking for us to name drop him. And I just think, and I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it's been a little while and we, we give him a lot of shit for it. But Sam Morgan, it, you are just, yeah. you are a gem. You are a treasure. Yeah. Never change, but do get back to drinking because I do want to go out with you again. And I don't want you yeah. going to bed at like 10 a.m. Yeah, agreed. Um, I thought you were going to say Ricky Smith, but I, I'm glad you said Sam Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, um who <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right joe so uh you said you wanted to wrap up the show with a segment about like what's next for us what are we looking forward to what are we trying to do yeah. like, in the next year since we're well, in a year end recap and like looking forward let's do another one of those so how was your time at cancon <laughs> i hate you i hate you <laughs> no i just want to talk about like what is the next one for both of us yeah, man. Like, so where are me and you going to be reunited? Is it just NashCon? I think it's probably NashCon. So for this year, so uh, for those of you who don't know, I had a baby. And really? Yeah, I, I don't know if I mentioned. When it. were you going to tell me that? Uh, 
I don't know. I thought it was sort of evident by the fact that um, I, I gained a lot of weight, but I guess you just didn't really notice anymore. You never even touch me and look at me. I love you no matter what you look like, bud. Thanks, man. Uh, so yeah, I'm just not going to lose be... any more hair. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, what's less than zero? Yeah. So you're not going to be at Adepticon. Uh, I will not be at Adepticon, and I'm not going to be doing any tournaments in April or May. I'm taking unpaid paternity leave, so I won't have money or time to be going to tournaments. Uh, and then starting in June, I'm, I'm getting back onto the scene. I'm going to ATC, which is the American Team Championship in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Got to defend my title. Um, and then NashCon is in August. So basically, I get in to July, go- there's one in... Uh, Pennsylvania. Ooh. Jared, the one that Jared and Sean run. Summer, Summer's Laughter. Summer's Laughter, yeah. Um, so I, I basically get to go to two tournaments that are out of state this year. That was like how I negotiated and what I was able okay, to do. Okay, so you're doing out of state. That's easy. So Chattanooga doesn't count. Exactly. And it is NashCon. Correct. And you're gonna do, you want to do the boys, right? So yeah, I'm basically trying to figure out what two tournaments I want to go to. And I think one of them is going to be in New York. And one's either going to be Canada or um, or like Chicago area. And if all that falls through, Anthony's probably going to run something in North Carolina in September. But I might be able to swing that as a not out-of-state tournament because I kind of vaguely define out-of-state as like not drivable. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I want to probably do Du Bois or we'll pick one one New York tournament that's like the highest priority. I guess, which I assume so that's going to be the boys. So it's like the only one. Yeah, I mean it's that or uh, I feel like there's another one that we're forgetting. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So is, summer's summer's laughter, right? Those are well, the that's in Philly. That's like outside of Philly. So. Yeah, but Philly's basically New York. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna go get a cheesesteak. Yeah, uh, or you know, uh, not have indigestion and die. <laughs> No, that's what we do at every tournament. Uh, so, I don't know what my other tournament's going to be. Uh, I'm sort of thinking about, or trying to figure out what makes sense to go to that's like a Canadian tournament, maybe Wet Coast, maybe... I don't think Capital City's in the in the cards right now, since that's like right before NashCon. Uh, definitely not doing Nova, not doing... I'm like trying to think what other major tournaments there are. Uh, not going back to the Atlanta tournament. It was fun, but like it was small, and I'm not going to I'm not going to use my out-of-state capital on that um so i sort of got to yeah. figure that out. i've got three i guess i've got three locked in and one one floating spot so canadian listeners let us know what the best canadian tournament is to go to i kind of want to go out to wetco so we can hang out with dan that'd be fun and thank yeah, you when, it, when is that though i'm not sure i want to say it's october let's ask right. so no because i'm trying super hard to go to cancon again so okay. i might just do the boys and Nashcon, and like I'm, I'm. Lindsay wants me to bail on Bobo, so I'm trying to figure out how I can swing it because I already paid for my tournament registration. Yeah. So, and you know, I don't want to like let, let Randy down. Randy's not going to go if I don't go. That would suck. Right. That would that would not be fun. Uh, it looks like Wet Coast is in April, so that's out. Yeah. So maybe we'll have to skip Canada this year and go to Canada next year. Yeah, or we'll we'll talk to some folks and see if there is one more. I mean, the boys is like basically a Canadian GT, bro. Everyone there is fucking Canadian. Oh, we need to make we need to see if we can get Tristan to come out to that then. 
I mean, he's already coming to NashCon. I know, but what's more fun than seeing somebody one time? Seeing somebody more than one time? Unless you hate them. Right, in which case seeing them zero times is more fun. Yeah. All right, well, that's it. So, yeah, we're going to try and hit some tournaments this year, see some people, be around. Uh, you can catch me at Adepticon. I'll be uh, hanging out with the Bruces, mm-hmm. and I'll be hanging out with uh, Papa Hengel, uh, Ed Phillips, Mike Scaletti. Cameron's going. Cameron's the fourth man on their team. Oh, man. So they're planning to play yeah. with three? No, Cameron's got a, a Gets Army. He's working on He sent me a bunch of pictures. It looks really good. Really? Yeah. I thought you were trolling me. No, I'm dead ass. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so Cam, Cam's back in the game. Do you think he still um, has that awful mustache? I hope so. You could, you remember Cameron from being way too hungover on our Las Vegas Open episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Fuck, I forgot he was on that. Yeah, he stayed with us that weekend. It was awesome. Uh, and then what else happened? Uh, who else is going to be there? Uh, the Virginia boys. Uh, Sergio James. Yeah, all those fuckers. Uh, Mulholland Drive or whatever the guy's name is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the all five guys are going to be there. I think Mitzi and Jimbo are going to be there. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so jealous to see Jitsi and Mimbo. Yeah, it's going to be fucking fun, dude. So, And this year I bought the special pass that gives me the free stuff. So, yeah, because last year they gave out like whole Song of Ice and Fire box sets. Did like, to get another box set of uh, Rune Wars? Yeah, I hope so. I hope that's what I get. The Rune Wars box set, so I can just shoot myself. <laughs> another um, another copy of Dreadfleet. Yeah, <laughs> I would take that. I kind of want that. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it, man. So, And uh, I guess that's it, man. Wrapping Dude, it up. I'm so glad we made time to do this because I miss this, and I miss you. Yeah, I miss you too, bud. It's, it's like... We haven't been able to chat on the phone much recently, so it's like I been know. like kind of I'm just working, big home. Like, yeah, and I've started working uh, slightly later hours, so it's harder for me to like. I I just know you're going to be at work, and I can't really call you when it's like nine thirty your time. Yeah, especially when it's like I'm on. I got this new job too, so it's like yeah. I don't want to piss anybody off yet. But. Yeah, man. So do you want to just instead of ending the show, you want to just do some catching up, and just talk for a couple hours, stare into each other's yeah. eyes. Yeah, man. What's going on? Let's so yeah. this is. Rage Sigmar. After hours. Hey, can we go back to one of those segments where you just shout numbers at me? <laughs> Seven, twelve, forty-three. <laughs> oh, uh, I can't believe Ludacris made so much money off of that as a concept for an entire song. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. We're Rage of Sigmar. Catch you next time. If you want to catch me on Twitter, you can find me at Big Jables, and you can find Joe at a him of serpents. That's A-H-Y-M-N of serpents. And you can find our show at of Sigmar. You can also email us at Rage of Sigmar podcast at gmail.com. It's at of Sigmar podcast, dude. What did I say? At of Sigmar. Oh, I, that's just what I type in whenever I search for our uh and you can uh we have a facebook page you know in case your grandma wants updates on when our episodes come out (laughs) uh yeah peace out bitches later